Star Wars 7x7 episode 3053. A couple of weeks ago we talked about the three episodes of Tales of the Jedi that featured Ahsoka Tano. Now we're going to take a look at the three episodes that feature Count Dooku, starting with Justice, which is the first of those three episodes. Punch it! Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy and thank you so much for joining me for it. So Justice is the first of the three episodes featuring Count Dooku. It is the one that takes place earliest in his timeline. He is still with the Jedi Order, he is a Jedi Master, and he has a Padawan and that Padawan is Qui-Gon Jinn and as has been reported far and wide in this particular episode, Qui-Gon is voiced by Liam Neeson's son in real life, which is is good fun. Now before we get too far into justice I want to say that regarding all three of the Count Dooku shorts they differ as a set compared to the Ahsoka Tano set. So the Ahsoka Tano set tells some you know, awesome stories about Ahsoka from various periods of her life. However the Count Dooku ones do that and they all seem to be telling one larger story having one arc that connects them which has to do with the Jedi and the Senate and and their relationship and how corruption affects what's going on in the Galactic Republic and how Dooku with his own particular way of thinking comes to realize things are not the way they should be, his dissatisfaction is growing and where that leads him ultimately arrives in the final episode of his Tales of the Jedi arc. So this episode, Justice, begins to sow the seeds of Dooku's dissatisfaction with the state of things in the Republic. And we're in full spoiler territory, by the way, for this, just to give you the official heads up. So the situation in Justice is that a senator's son has been kidnapped and Qui-Gon and Count Dooku have been dispatched to resolve the situation. And when they arrive at the village where the senator's son is being held, they find it to be in dire straits. It looks like there's actually been a mudslide disaster, but no, this is just what's happened in the town because of neglect, because the government on the planet has been focused on its own cities and has left everyone behind. So in desperation, the village elders have kidnapped the senator's son in response. Now, as this episode unfolds and Dooku and Qui-Gon first meet with the village elder and the kidnappers, Dooku sits at a table and sets his lightsaber down. And this is a significant moment because it actually goes back to a conversation that George Lucas had with Dave Filoni as Lucas was recruiting Filoni to come work for Lucasfilm and help him do the Clone Wars. Filoni has shared in interviews how when they met, Lucas talked to him about how a Jedi negotiates and the thing that he said the Jedi does is he sits down and says, here's how this is gonna go and puts his lightsaber down on the table. So this is a direct homage to the very first conversations that Lucas and Filoni had about the Clone Wars. But back to the story itself. The Elder, who, by the way, made <laughs> another digression, is voiced by Vanessa Marshall. Yes, Harrison Dula herself. The Elder takes Qui-Gon and Count Dooku to where the Senator's son is being held. And the Senator's son actually sounds like he's kind of on board with this whole situation. He tells them that he can't believe the state in which the villagers live. And he thinks it's actually terrible. And then 
The senator comes with armed forces. The villagers think that they were betrayed, but the Jedi, of course, swear that they're not. And it turns out that somebody in the village has betrayed the kidnappers to the senator and his forces for money. And that response is greed with empathy. The village elder says, yeah, she's hungry, like many of us would do the same. So on the one hand, you have the senator's son empathizing with their plight, and even the village elder empathizing with the plight of the person who betrayed them. Of course, the Jedi are going to want to protect these village elders, especially since, you know, the son is in no danger. But this senator is absolutely not going to let that happen. On the other side, we have him and his none shall defy me and his very empire-like attitude of this village is going to pay and I'm going to make other villages pay because of what they did. So Count Dooku in a fit of pique and already having been accused of being somebody who defends the rich and powerful and not the little folk, decides that he has to be the bigger bully and knocks all the troopers away with force pushes and force chokes the senator. The force choke, of course, is very closely associated with dark side powers, but no conversation about that happens. Certainly Qui-Gon realizes that something is amiss and he needs to help Dooku get out of his head about this. So he goes to release the senator's son and the senator's son's like, please stop. And finally Dooku with that and with Qui-Gon's hand on his shoulder finally says, okay, yeah, I think I've made my point and let's go. But we see the first moment of Dooku reacting to a corrupt senator who is not taking care of the people for whom he is responsible. And we'll see another kind of story along these lines, which will push Dooku further down his path in the next episode of Tales of the Jedi. But for now, that is going to do it for our discussion of this one. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.